0: Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Amen. Take to heart all the words. The Holy Spirit says through Moses in our Old Testament text for today. Command them to your children. He continues. And do all the words. He concludes. Sounds a little like Wayne, doesn't it? With his lists taped to the door of the cabin for the children and the grandchildren. Everybody gets a job, something to do, and uh, not to be left out. What about all the emails? All hours, all days, to the presidents of the seminary, to professors, advancement officers, his pastors, his employees. They are action words, are they not? Take, command, do. And I would humbly submit to you today that Wayne did not invent such words or actions, but rather that he was a humble servant, just like you and me, attempting to be faithful to his master and the talents that he had been given. For the words of his master were were no empty word. They were Wayne's very life. They were a promise from his master that by this word he would live long in the land. And Wayne, a sinner, needed to hear and heed this almighty word It drove him in his vocations as a husband, as a father, an employee and an employer, a citizen and a churchman. For that we give thanks. And he knew, mind you, he knew he was a sinner. Which is why you would see him front and center in church on Sunday in the Divine Service, whether here in Zionsville or wherever his travels and the gracious benevolence and generosity enacted with Barb would take them. Did you know that Wayne's confirmation verse was Psalm 122, verse 1? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. But now, Barb, maybe I've said too much because I promised Wayne that I wouldn't make this funeral sermon about him Because after all, we are all just servants who graciously receive that which we do not deserve from our Master, the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So you ready? Here we go. Hang on. Let's go to those words, shall we? The words of Jesus. In the parable, the Master gives His servants talents. Five talents for the first servant two for the second, one for the third. Now in the ancient world, a talent, are you ready for this, was about 20 years of wages. So do the math. Five talents equals 100 years of wages. Two talents equals 40 years of wages. These are massive sums staggering gifts. But then, the Master takes off. Hightails it. Maybe this is why Wayne would often give a gift or a to-do list and then move on to the next thing. While you're still working on what He gave you to do. And then after a long time, the Master returned. This is Judgment Day. Day of reckoning. Why? Jesus tells us to settle accounts. To see what the servants had done with the talents, the enormous, enormously generous gifts given to them. But let me tell you, this is not really about the money, is it? To be fair, Wayne was good at taking his talents and making a profit. Or better said, at utilizing the gifts at his disposal for the sake of his wife, his family, university, seminary, church, etc., etc. But let's make sure we understand the life-giving words of Jesus. Otherwise, we end up with a prosperity gospel. And we begin to think that we can somehow earn our way into God's graces by our wise investing and our money management So I would propose to you today that the master in the parable is Jesus himself. It's a no-brainer, right? And better yet, and here's the mind blower, the talents he gives to his servants are none other than the gift of salvation that he himself earned by shedding his blood in a crucifyingly gory death on that Friday we call good, redeeming Wayne and you, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. Yep, that's right. The talents represent the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation accomplished by Jesus for all sinners and for every sin, as well as the delivery of that forgiveness in word, baptism, absolution, and the Lord's Supper. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. You see, this master won salvation for Wayne. And he's won salvation for you. He's given salvation to you. Jesus, the salvation he won and the salvation he delivers in word and sacraments are the talents. And now, faith. Faith receives the salvational talents that Jesus gives. Which is to say that In the words of a good friend of mine from Nebraska, faith has good use of Jesus. Faith puts Jesus to use for the forgiveness of sins. Faith uses Jesus against the wily devil and the horrors of hell. Faith receives Jesus for heaven and eternal salvation. Faith utilizes Jesus and His gifts all the more. And I think Wayne got that. Do you? To use the language of the parable, faith puts the talents or salvific gifts to good use. It invests in them, trades in them, makes even more. And that's the five and the two talent servants. They use Jesus properly. They live in and from their baptism by confessing their sins, by receiving holy absolution, and now living a holy life according to God's Word that also includes love for others. Simply because that's what people need in life. It becomes so vocational. You see, they trade in the Word by holding it sacred and gladly going to hear and learn it, and they hunger To receive the precious body and blood of Jesus in the Lord's Supper, rejoicing that Jesus gives what he promises forgiveness of sins, which I would submit to you today, our talents. So it's a no brainer that when Jesus returns in his glory on the last day to settle accounts, he will say to the five and two talent boys, Bravo! Well done, gentlemen. I have given you my salvation. You have had good use of it all these years. And your faith in me has saved you. Enter. Enter, Wayne, into the joy of your master. But don't forget. Don't forget the one talent fella who had no use of Jesus. Either of his Good Friday death or his salvational gifts given in word and sacrament he considered jesus to be a hard man not gracious and merciful perhaps you wrestle with him in this way and so this one talent man lived in fear he buried the talental gift of salvation in the ground which is to say he didn't have any good use of jesus for salvation on the cross for baptism, for absolution, for preaching or for the supper. And let's just call that what that is. That's unbelief. That's the refusal point. And so it's a no-brainer that Master Jesus says to the one talent fella: cast that worthless servant in the outer darkness and that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So dear brothers and sisters in Christ, If you are not having good use of Jesus, then today is the day and the time to repent and do better. Seriously. This is no joke. Do not blow Jesus off as if you have more important things to do on a Sunday morning than go to His divine service to receive His gifts. Because it is absolutely and salvationally imperative to have good use of Jesus. That's faith. Are you nodding your heads, family? Did dad and grandpa talk about going to church and model that for you? Because he knew what he needed. Faith now receives what he has done. Faith says, thank you. Thank you, Lord, to these talents. And then faith also, you know what it does? It audaciously asks, can I have more, Lord? Can I have more to invest and trade with? Faith cries out, Lord, have mercy. Can I have more and more? And you'll give me more next week too. Or in the words of some of you boomers and us Gen Xers, thank you, sir. May I have another? You see, brothers and sisters in Christ, St. Paul declares that you yourselves in faith are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. and We are aware of that, aren't we? This cancer came on like a thief. But, as St. Paul says, you are not in darkness. For in faith we know and believe the Lord will return in glory on the last day. And in the meantime, St. Paul says to us, "You, you now are all children of light. Children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness, so then let us not sleep as others do. Let us keep awake. Let us be sober. Let us us work hard. Let us put on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of salvation. After all, hear these words. These words that have been commanded. These words that have been entrusted. These words that have been done by Jesus. God has destined you not for wrath, but to obtain salvation. our Lord Jesus Christ so there you go that's all I got like Moses being sent to speak God's word to Israel like the seminarians being trained to preach this word Jesus has sent me to tell you today that he died for you that he talented you with his Good Friday salvation and you now just believe You now are to trust in Him for salvation just as He promises in His talental Word and sacraments. So whether we are alive or whether we're buried six feet under when He returns in glory on the last day, we will live with Him forever. Wayne has now entered into the joy of our Master who has the scars of His Good Friday still showing. And in Jesus, so shall you.